Marjorie put a comforting hand on little Georgie's back as she finished the last few words of the lullaby. Her hand reached for the coverlet and placed it over his shoulders before turning to his twin's crib. Maxie slept soundly. He was always the best sleeper of the two. Just barely over their first birthday, Marjorie already had her figure back. Now she had to work on getting her husband back. She glanced at the nursery clock as she left the room. One in the morning, and George Sr. was still at a business meeting. On the landing between the nursery and the master suite, she stopped, unsure what she wanted to do. Go to bed and cry herself to sleep? Head to the kitchen and destroy her week's weight loss? Or maybe read a good book? It would pull her away from her speculation on where her husband really was, and into the arms of the gallant hero whom she had left worshipping the queen from a distance. She smiled to herself and thought a moment. Where did she leave her e-reader? The last time she had it was downstairs in the front room. Padding down the stairs in her floppy slippers, careful to have a hand on the rail, she took in each photo that was hung on the wall with particular care. Here were the pictorial chronicles of her young son's lives, from her oversized belly to their first birthday party at which all of the Hoffmans were in attendance. She stopped momentarily and looked at the group photo. There, standing or sitting, were three generations of Hoffman males. Sure, there was a smattering of wives, but no daughters. The Hoffmans had the XY chromosome market sewn up. No female child had been born into this bunch in recorded history. Marjorie sighed and resumed her trek into the front room, turning on a few lights as she searched the coffee and end tables. She spied the e-reader sitting on the platform rocker. Smiling, she said aloud, Grandma H., I hope you enjoyed Chapter 3. I sure did. The platform rocker had been passed down through the patriarchal side of the family. Generations of Hoffman heirs' colicky stomachs had been soothed by a rock in Grandma Hoffman's platform rocker. The rocker had been reupholstered and refinished as it passed from one generation to the next. The only constant was the low, groaning creak, and that Grandma Hoffman's rocker, on occasion, rocked by itself. True, there were plausible explanations for this. The family dog bumped into it. The well-maintained chair rocked easily, so perhaps the vibrations from the heating system or a truck speeding down the highway set it off. But the inhabitants of the house, who spent the night in the living room sofa next to the chair, had their own theory. Grandma Hoffman was the one rocking. The chair's groaning and the metered movement were neither caused by the dog, a truck, nor the heating system. As long as peace reigned in the Hoffman clan, the chair rocked. But if chaos and turmoil was the menu for the day, then the chair would abruptly stop, and Grandma would get up to knock some heads together. No one wanted that. Marjorie, too, had been wary of the chair at first when it was carted newly refurbished into the house by her father-in-law. There she stood in her eighth month of pregnancy, ankles swollen, breasts heavy in anticipation of the coming heirs, directing Maximilian Hoffman to the cleared corner of the room. He placed the chair down and adjusted it so it faced the room. Marjorie hadn't liked that, preferring to be able to look out the window as she rocked her babies. She didn't say anything, she would fix it as soon as her father-in-law left. She remembered his sad smile as he no doubt was thinking of the last woman to use the rocker.
Her mother-in-law had died of breast cancer soon after she and George tied the knot. Marjorie wished she had been more attentive to the withering woman when she had been dating her son. But her focus had been on this handsome man that paid so much attention to her, wooing her away from her ad executive job, convincing her that she wanted no more than to bear his children and keep house. The rocking chair, as far as she knew, had sat in the corner of Mama Hoffman's room until George announced her pregnancy. What would be a better fit than the firstborn son's wife rocking the heirs to the Hoffman clan in great-grandmother's chair? Marjorie touched the chair, and the memory vanished. The chair rocked gently as she grabbed the afghan off the back and wrapped it around her shoulders. She picked up the e-reader and sat down. The moment she eased herself into the seat, she felt better. It felt like a warm hug.